This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go on the podcast. Again, Al is in Italy, so once again, Bob Dwyer steps in and will pinch hit for the Dukes boy. What is up, Bob? Uh, not too much, Jerry. Good to be here. Well, it's nice to have you here, of course. Well, thank you. What uh, Do you have the show sheet for this? or? Uh, no, I didn't get the show sheet. Did you hand one out? No. No. Usually Al does this. Oh, Al does it. Right. No, I did not. So uh, you have no topics. No topic. I brought a topic to the table yesterday. None today. What was the topic you brought to the table The movie yesterday? theater seating? Oh, yeah, I got beat up by that, too. Why? I had several people on Twitter tell me, don't you realize that they clean those chairs? No, they don't. Oh. They oh. don't. In They're, theory, they're probably supposed to, but I, I agree Probably. They said... One of the guys said, don't you realize that, you know, 20 years ago you used to go sit in a disgusting chair that never got cleaned. Now they're leather seats and they clean them easily with the wipes. I didn't, I don't, I'm not responding to anything anymore on Twitter. Very, mm-hmm. very rare. Anyhow, uh, even took it off my phone, which has been nice freeing for the battery, which has been good. But I said, had I responded, it's very simple. Your head isn't on the old chairs. Yeah. These are recliners that your head is on. It's disgusting. And it's one thing to say they not clean them, them, but it's what, it, not the way you would clean They're them. They're not cleaning them. They're not I, cleaning there's them. There's no even. chance that they're cleaning they're 100 or 250 chairs no, in between agree. every movie. Sorry. No way. So, But anyway, that's right. I forgot you brought that to the table. It was big. You're a table setter. There was a social media buzz because of that topic. I don't know about that. Mm. Where do you like stand it. on gender reveals? Uh... Well, I would never do one myself. So you have you have not done that for either of your children. We never. I never even. I've, my gender reveal happened in the delivery room with all three of my children. Is that true? Yep. So you and your wife never even found out nope. along the way. No. All three surprises. No. Nope. And uh, very interesting. There are very few good surprises in life. I was told. Agreed. Although I will say, when we found out the little guy to my left was a boy, that was kind of fun. Well, I'll tell you when you. when my when we were pregnant with my daughter. We, my, I wanted to, I just figured that's what you do. Like right. you find out. My wife was like, oh, abs-, you know, we never talked about it. I said, oh, when are we going to find out the sex? She's like, we're not going to find it. I said, what do you mean? Why wouldn't we? You can plan. You can. Right. She's right. like, what's the difference? It's a baby. You paint the room neutral and away you go. Like, and not that we thought about it, but I, it like, it, it totally, you. no, it didn't bug me, but it totally caught me by surprise. Like, wow, I didn't even know people did such yeah. a thing still. And then when we, and I don't want to get all like gushy, but when in the delivery room, when we found out she was a girl, like didn't matter either way but like i said well and then i didn't know we we're gonna have other kids but i would never ever find out because of it that thrill it. when it was delivered was just awesome. well i was gonna say so you know that there are these wild gender reveals now yes 
There have been even to the uh, there have been to the point where there have been major league players involved that have gotten involved. Yeah, I've seen that. Where the parents will stand in the crowd in the front row and throw them a ball that the player hits and then poof in the air. Yep. So this can't I'm not exa- this is in Australia. And so this one takes the cake. I've never seen this before. They set it up with a drone. Okay. All right. So police in Australia, that guy gets charged with reckless driving. That's a shame. Because his car caught fire during a gender reveal video. They drive they fly a drone over the car and they basically explode the car. They had a uh, a stuntman drive the car and the car catches fire and just emits blue. It's supposed to do this? Yes. That oh. was the whole point of it. And you get blue, you know, smoke. And that's how they learned they were having a blue. My biggest thing with these gender reveals is nobody cares but you. Yeah. Like, right. Well, in theory, your family cares. No, but do they really? They're yes, going to care ba- because yes. you're making this big to-do about no, it. I think, yeah. I think you, they might care in the moment because, like, okay, yeah, if it's known, I'll I think yeah. they care. I think, I think the parents care. I think for a girl, I think her sister cares. Do I think that your brother cares? No, probably not. I, I don't just know. I just know. look at it. A friend of mine, actually, and literally his uh, Steve Harvey played. It was not It was like a, a casual gender reveal. They did a cake. Right. And one of our friends happened to be taping it, and my buddy had three girls, and it was his fourth, and he really wanted a boy. And he cut it, and they thought it was a girl, and he was okay, and then he realized it was a boy, and he, you know, like legit. Lost it. Lost it, fell over, jumped up, and like it was a real. He didn't even know it was being taped. And then a, a, another friend of ours worked at the Steve Harvey show. Right. So Steve Harvey actually played it on his show. So the thing literally went viral. No kidding. It was uh, yeah. It was, I'll show you the video sometimes. Pretty. That's funny. actually pretty neat. But like I said, I, I don't hate them or anything. I, personally, I wouldn't want to do because I'd think like, who really cares? No one really. If I tell you, hey, Liz is pregnant and we're having a boy, you're gonna be like, all right, whatever. And then when the baby comes, you're not gonna remember. I like, agree, friends, but I do yeah. think family. I do think there are those maybe, there, especially the women. I guess. I do. Uh, but yeah, I'm not a fan of the gender reveal. No, me neither. And I'm glad I'm well past that. And yeah. <laughs> I don't have to worry about that. Al's in Italy, as we know. Yes, he is. Did you see, I think this was last week. I'm not sure. But there was a very, uh, have you ever gone on a cruise? No. Really? Nope. I'm not, I don't love the idea. I'm, I'm warmed up to it. Like, I'm not opposed to it. You don't love the idea from what standpoint? I don't love being just stuck out in the middle of the ocean to... Well, you know, the, I don't know if you know, but there's actually an engine on the boat that the yeah, boat I know. rides. It's, I it's know. It's not a sailboat. Still, yeah, but still, you're stuck out in the middle. Of, if something goes wrong, then they're going to fly a helicopter or yes. bring a boat. Eh, I don't know. I think in this day, I think in the year 2019, I think if something like that happens, while it's still a scary situation, I think I'm not even like scared, like oh, we're going to die. I just don't want the idea of being stuck out in the middle of the ocean with all amenities that we you can have on. Your house. At the house, yeah. It's, what are you going to do? You, you eat a lot. All right. I, I like to eat, but I eat when I'm hungry. You know, drink a lot. What do okay. you do for fun? What do I do for fun? Yeah. Because uh, my... it sounds like, tell me if I have this wrong. Yeah. It sounds like to me. <laughs> I don't like to a do perfect. Right, so a perfect day in the life of Al Dukes is essentially coming to work, <laughs> going home, taking a nap, perhaps getting a workout in for yeah. 15, literally 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Going to stop and shop, buying boar's head turkey, watching Sweet television, potato. making dinner at 4.30, yeah. watching television, laying down. And that's it. That is, and I'm not, again, not speaking out of turn, I think he would admit that's probably the perfect day in his life. I can tell you I had a couple. It's the perfect day for, hold on. 
is the perfect day for you. Because I can tell you right now, for me, it's getting on a plane at 6 o'clock in uh, the morning and being on a beach in yeah. Bermuda by 9 yeah. and enjoying the day, having a couple of drinks, some snacks. Great day. That, to me, is perfection. A perfect. I get the sense for you. Okay, yeah, I'd like to hear what you a think. A perfect day is wake up on Saturday morning, grab your cup of coffee, go outside on the deck. Bam, bam, patio, right? yeah. Whatever, patio, you sit and you just listen to the... The cacophony of whatever that word is, cacophony of sounds <laughs> from the birds. And then at some point, it's you mosey over to the shed, you grab the lawnmower, you do a couple of lines on the lawn, you go in, you get yourself a cold beer, mm -hmm. then you finish the lawn, then you get a beer, mm -hmm. now you got to get the blower out. Oh, yeah. You got to make sure it's all called first the weed whacker. You I do make I sure weed whack before trim, I mow. Right? I do that before I mow. Okay, either way. Yeah, you are. You're, and then you're close. by 3, 4 o'clock, you settle into the patio. Yeah, take a nice shower. Grab another drink. Maybe light a just, fire. Liz, what are we having for dinner? Am I mm -hmm. cooking tonight? Are you cooking tonight? Mm -hmm. Make some burgers on the barbecue. Have a drink. Perhaps call a neighbor or two. Have them down to sit by the fire. Have some fire at night and then go to bed and there's the perfect day. All while never leaving my property. Yes, that's pretty close to it. And also, I like to play. Don't ever be like him. I also, uh, I also like to play video games. So yeah, I wasn't going that far. But. Yeah, no, I do. Like I said, that's my that's my Friday night is my guilty pleasure. Listen, not everybody wants to go on a cruise, but my I, no. my my question... my wife's gone on. Her and her friend went on one, and uh, she liked it. And she's mentioned it before, but mm. you know the the idea. They're not of for everybody. Vacation. Yeah, and They're like not. I said, I don't. I'm not like dead. Like I don't want to leave the country. I'm not interested in flying out of the country. Yeah, I'm not either too much. Although I'll go so, to an island, but but and like I said, saying. I don't like flying. But it's not. I'm not scared of the act of flying. I don't like the pomp and circumstances All right, so, so, surrounding. So the, the reason I brought this up, yeah, was and it's just I was in Italy. I was in Italy. There was a. I'm trying to find out the name of the boat here. It was. It happened near Venice. Okay, and there's a. Come on. Trying to get the cruise line for you. So you've never been on this. So the ship's name is the Costa Deliciosa. Sounds nice. Right. Uh, it's a, I mean, a carnival owns it. Okay. Okay. So it's a carnival. It's owned by Carnival Cruise Lines. They have everything on them. Oh, they, these, they're floating cities. They're yeah. tremendous. That's and a good so way to put most it. Most times when you dock, since you haven't done it, they usually drive the boat overnight. You usually wake up and you're docked on the island you're going to. And then you have a day there. Or Sometimes you'll wake up at 8 a.m. and you're still kind of getting into port. You haven't quite docked. So in this case here in Italy, there's this boat that is coming in in the fog. Mm. And the video of the boat emerging from the fog and making a beeline right towards the decking, Ooh. It, it takes a turn and barely avoids it. Oh, really? It is freaky. I can only imagine being on that boat, sitting outside. The fog lifts, and then, and then you're, you're, you're going land. right towards land. Wow! But I don't How about mean, if you're sitting on the land. Oh my! Well, well yeah. <laughs> well, that's the funny thing. The video is taken from an outdoor restaurant. Wow! And it is right on top of the dock. Yeah. It is bizarre. That doesn't happen when I'm sitting in my yard, Jerry. Not yet. It hasn't. <laughs> you know, an airplane know. could fly over. Have me. You I, not have, seen, I live near an airport. Have you not seen Phineas and Ferb? I have seen videos. It could happen. Yes, you're right. Anything it could, could happen. happen. But yeah, this is really here. You come here. Look at this. My son's in the studio. Yeah, I know, Jerry. I know you do. The people <laughs> listening don't. So there's the fog, right? And then look for the boat. Here comes the boat coming right at the restaurant. Boom! Bam. Pretty wild, right? So, yeah, yeah. So, like I said, I wouldn't. Uh, 
And then the other part of the story is once it docked, the boat exploded and there was pink smoke. It was a big gender <laughs> it's reveal. It's a girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just kidding. So, yeah, that was it. What else yeah. you got? Uh, what else do I have? Uh, not much. <laughs> not much. I don't know what other topics. I love, I you know what's funny to me about the show? And I did it with Kim. I guess it was, did I do a Friday with her too? Yeah. Right? If Fleegs was here, I wasn't here Friday. So Friday, Monday, Tuesday. Fridays and Mondays are, you know, whatever. You have so much to talk about. From the going weekend, in, coming out of the weekend, yeah. And today's funny because you don't know what really what to expect on a day like this where you had the home run derby. And I thought it relatively went well. Juiced balls. It's funny to me, though, yeah, how, and if, I'm curious had the steroid era inflated baseball era thing, which is what we're living in right now. I'm curious if that conversation comes up at 8 o'clock if it takes over the show as opposed to it being one of the final calls of the day, because it's a topic I love talking about. Yeah. And I like when the old-timers call. Oh. And I know you're on my side yes, with the I amphetamine am. thing, because it's a joke yeah. that it's looked upon differently, when while it's a different level, it it's really the same it's just thing. It's acceptable. They all... It's accepted because not everybody did it either, oh, by no. the way. Most of them did. I'm not sure you've heard the stories. Did. They said they used to go into the locker room and yeah, they the, had, the like, coffee, things. coffee, leaded yeah. and unleaded. Correct. Yeah. So it's... I, the steroids to me in baseball are kind of like the whole Pete Rose thing. A lot of it's like a lot of times it's like a lightning rod. Yeah, well, because it's you're you're. I don't think anybody's down the middle on it. You know, you're one Doesn't way or the to other. Be. You know, like I'm start like the fact that the best player that I ever saw play in Barry Bonds isn't in the Hall of Fame. I think it's a joke. Correct. You know, I, and then it's not and the Hall of Fame be. to me. He never will be. But you know, so that's well, but, but now here's all right. Here's the hypocrisy. I mean, that's another topic we could have gotten into. There's the hypocrisy of the Hall of Fame. Oh, I can tell you right here. They are in the Hall of Fame. They just don't have just a plaque. Just not their plaques. Right. But then you talk about a guy like Bonds and Clemens. You have the writers who voted for Bonds, the majority of them. I'm sure some have come and gone. Those writers voted for Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens. Each of them have seven. One has seven MVPs. One has seven Cy Youngs. Voted on by the writers who covered the sports. And knew what they were watching. Meaning, so either at that time... They were okay with it, and they're overlooking it. So what's the difference now? You're right. Because it's exposed. Or they covered a sport, did not know that it was going on, which makes them terrible at their job. Either way, they shouldn't. The fact that they're holding up Barry Bonds, the man, I've never seen, I mean, Griffey and Bonds, the two best I ever saw. Yes. How is Bonds not in? No one has ever hit a baseball better than Barry Bonds. Right. I'm with you. I agree. And I get the whole notion that, you know, there's a lot more to those types of drugs than just getting strong. I get it. Well, if but at also, the end of the day, you still got to do it. If you want to argue about Bonds, you could, which I guess I am, he at least, and I don't want, I mean, it's tough to say it was wrong what they were doing, every one of them. Sure. But what he did it right, like he went to a doctor, like as the story I've heard, I don't know if it's true, but Bonds got set off by Sosa and McGuire. Right. When they hit the 60, Correct. Bonds went 400, 400, and no one paid any mind. Yep. And he said, okay, they're doing steroids. I'll show you how to do steroids. So you can say what you want. No one did steroids better than Bonds. Like his body didn't, you know, he had it at the highest level, you know. So he went and said, okay, I'm going to do it. Everybody's doing it. I'm going to do it. I'm not just going to go and find some guy. I'm going to find a doctor. And obviously they had the whole lab sure. and everything, but yeah. And I know you never say never. I get it. But I, I tell you, man, I know it's competitive. I know these guys have a different gear. I yeah. totally understand. But, man, to do that to yourself, I, I just don't know that I could. Yeah. I don't even like taking Advil. Yeah, no, I know. I mean, it's t it's easy to say in our 40s, righteous, but if you're in your 20s and you're getting – I mean, Bonds is a different story. I know that. That's why I said His never was never. a different 
I totally understand. His was a different ask, you know, a different mindset of it. No like doubt. His was I'm gonna I'm already great. I'm gonna show you, but I'm going from the other end when you're a guy who's teetering and you're saying, man, there's a big contract waiting for me. It's it's you're right. tough. You you're know, right. It's it, tough is, to it say. is different for sure. So you know, a lot of money waiting for a lot them. of money. Oh. It was weird too. Ugh, a little tired. Um, doing the football like that is right around the corner. I know. New football camps literally open in two less than two weeks in some cases. I'm not ready for it. I'm just not. Until I put that on the sheet today, my man uh, Carl Lawson said Aaron Rodgers is easy to sack. He also said that in 2017. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. And he's not wrong. No, I know. And if you read. I'm just saying that because I'm excited about the headline. My first thought is I'm like, who's this guy saying this? And then you read the article. He's like, because he's so patient. In the pocket. And because he taps the ball waiting for the last possible second. It makes it possible. It makes, yeah. Compared to all the other guys who are looking to get rid of the ball. The other one was, um, I forget who it was. It said Brady by far. Like Peyton Manning is the clear-cut best of all time. Not even close. Really? Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's I didn't get into it because we didn't have the time, to be honest. But two, it's like, all right, I mean. I mean, just he was, games. but boy, boy, he had some bad big games. He did have, yeah, and that's, the, I mean, it's a weird argument. Are you talking about the person that best plays the position oh, yeah. of quarterback? I think that he played the position better than Brady, but how can you argue Brady's wins? I you do can. the, and I'm not kissing, you know, I'm a Boomer fan. And I'm, I probably, I have this argument with my buddy, and, I, and he's also a Cowboy fan. I think Boomer was a better position, played the quarterback than Aikman. Like, I think he played the position better. Than Aikman did. I know you can't. My buddy argued. I'm not you know, arguing with you. But you know what I'm saying? Aikman like, there's was a that, horrible bad weather quarterback. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I think if you just took, you know, put him in a, a capsule and said, okay, the position of playing quarterback, Boomer did it better. I or think if you put Boomer with the Cowboy offensive line. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. You, you, you put know. the different. But I, so I think if you just look at the ability to play. And another thing with Brady, and I love Brady, don't get me wrong. He, this quarterback that he is now, his first three Super Bowls, he was not this quarterback. True. He's adjusted as he's gotten older. So those, and I'm not by any means saying he was a, a game manager. No, no, I know. But he was a good quarterback on a, on good teams, and he won three Super Bowls. He wasn't thought of as this. And then he threw the 50 touchdown passes. They lost the Super Bowl. Then they won the Super. Everyone thinks that he's yeah. been doing this his whole career. He hasn't. That's one thing. Manning was always that prolific quarterback his whole career. He never had a defense. That's exactly. Never right. had a defense. Barely had a running game. Either. All right, I gotta go. My son's about to pass out. Yep, I hear you. Me too. Uh, it's been good. Thank you very much for everything. And, Absolutely. Uh, end it the way uh, the warm ups next with me and Lepresti. Tomorrow the boys are back. Boomer and Greg are back. Thank God. Uh, I get to do back my spot again. And uh, what's that? Why yeah. you have Joseph do this to you? All right, come here. Come here. I think this is. Can you demonstrate? I'll do it. it. So this is what you're going to do when when you end it off. You're just going to simply say, see See He's basically saying, see ya. But but he's doing it like that. You think you can do that? Like we're saying goodbye. See ya. All right. So here's my son of nine years old. He's going to end this for us. The warm-up show is next. So until then, Joseph, say what you got to say. See ya. That was okay. okay. I liked it. That was good. All right. All right, guys. Adios. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. Right, here we go. It is a Tuesday. A very good morning to you. No Al Dukes again as he is in Italy. So once again, we've got Chris Lepresti this early morning. Chris, what's up? Good morning. I was just looking at Al's Instagram. He posted a picture of, of a course. dog that he met at a Parmesan cheese factory. Did he talk to the dog? Uh, probably. Did the dog enjoy the Parmesan cheese? <laughs> I, I guess. Is he bringing the dog home from Italy? I don't know. Just Al very random, much wants to pictures. have a dog. 
but anytime push comes to shove, he shoves. Because there's too much responsibility involved? I don't involved? know. I'm, I'm really not sure. I know he mm. actually took the steps about mm, three months ago to invite the dog into his home and to see how the dog would react. See, he, the problem is he lives in an apartment building. He brought a dog home and then said no thanks? Went through a person that was... Trying giving, to give him, yeah, giving puppy them away. or just hey, nah, uh, he was adopting the dog. Okay. It was not a puppy, but I would say probably a year old. It All wasn't, right. you know, it wasn't an adolescent know. puppy. That's fair. Okay. And the problem was the dog barked often when left alone. Mm. It didn't work. Not in an apartment complex. So though. perhaps had it gone well, he might have kept the dog. But after that experience, he hasn't done it since. All right. That's so fair. I'm not really sure where he's at with that. Yeah, that makes some sense. I so guess. maybe he'll bring home an Italian dog and maybe name it Giuseppe. That would probably be expensive to get on the flight back, but you know. He's got all the money in the world. It's not that oh, big a yeah, deal. Oh, yeah, he's loaded. Did you uh, stay up and watch the all, uh, the uh, home run derby? No, I did not. Did you see any of it? I did, yes. It's actually kind of cool. I did not watch it live. I did see a good chunk of it, yes. The Vladimir Guerrero really was incredible. They had the great footage um, before of it uh, before it with him his dad winning, which I didn't really even remember. Yeah. And he was there as a kid, and it was really actually very cool. And then Absolutely. to see him, who's now this... I mean, enormous human being. <laughs> and then power ball after ball after ball over the fence. It was very much reminiscent of Josh Hamilton and very much reminiscent of Hamilton not winning. Correct. Which is interesting. Justin Morneau, right? I was there that yeah. night. Were you really? I was. A young I had little season, lad. I had season Presley. tickets at the time in 08 and 09. Your dad and, had season tickets? No, I did. My friend you and did? I, My friend and I bought season tickets in the upper deck in 2008, last year of old Yankee Stadium. Wow. And then the first year in 09 of the Many new Yankee Stadium. those games you go to? Um, we went to a few. The uh, it was a business. A few. It was a business plan. Did we it work? made some money off those two years. We we specifically chose those two years. People want to see the the old stadium for the last year. People want to see the new stadium. Plus, they went to the playoffs. They won the World Series. So it was the perfect timing. And then we got out because as soon as the secondary market was taking off, we realized it was going to be very difficult to move a lot of the games. Okay. But we did go to the home run derby in two thousand eight. So we were there. The night that Josh Hamilton went crazy, which was awesome. Yeah, I actually showed it to my son last night because he's a little young, didn't wasn't around for it, and he's watching. It. And I remember, I, I don't know why I thought like a ball almost made it out of the stadium, but I well, I think he almost hit, hit the, the back score, wall. Hit the, he did, right? he did, and That's he hit right. the score. I mean, it was pretty wild. Oh, it was insane, and it I, was crazy. Power. I was thinking last night too, watching the home run derby. When you were a kid, did you ever do like the wiffle ball home run derbies in of your backyard? Course. All the constantly. That's what we did. We used yeah. to make pennants. That we would hang around the fence. Really? Yeah. I, I never did that. That's pretty cool. I like that. It actually was fun. And That's we would creative. do that. We would do wiffle ball home run. Oh, derby. yeah. We used we would do we do that. We'd do tennis ball. In fact, my friend and I, when I was living in Northern Virginia, maybe seven, eight years old, we went to the elementary school where we went to school. There was a couple of, you know, little league size fields in the back. And one day we decided we wanted to see how powerful we could be. We took metal bats, aluminum bats, and right. golf balls. Oh God. Yeah. And we decided we're going to throw to each other. We're going to hit these golf balls go? and see how far we can hit them. You're we lucky had, no one killed each other. We had bombs. Right. Problem was we put a couple into the houses that were beyond the fence and dented their siding. They came running. Oh, they did come came out. Came outside. Oh, we see you kids over there. We ran home. Yeah, I'm sure you did. My mom saw the look on our faces and knew we did something bad. And so she, she milked it out of us. Drove us over to the house. We had to knock on the door and apologize to the family. I played golf in Vegas once, and my brother was with me. This has got to be 20 years ago. And he hit a ball off the hosel sideways right through a guy's window. <laughs> right, like living room See, window. See, now that, I have no sympathy so, for people right, that live on a golf course. So my question is, what's the protocol? What do you do? Uh, so we sat there, and he said, do we 
go knock on the door? Do we wait? Do we leave? I said, well, I don't know that I'd go knock on the door because you could play dumb. You don't know really where it went. Yeah. What are you going to do if they're not home? Leave cash on the... Right. So we actually waited. We moved towards their little patio area. The house was vacant. It had like a couch in it and nothing else. All right, I guess we're good. Moving right along. But what do you do? I mean, I, I guess when you buy that house, it comes with that it, type of risk. I think it does. That's my but opinion. But at the same time, no one needs a golf ball in their uh, in their mug. Nobody needs it, but it's the same. Uh, to me, it's similar to, well, I got to drive to work, and I may get a nail in my tire. I mean, when it happens, no one's paying me back. Mm. The state of New Jersey is not. I suppose. You, know, you go, you hit a pothole and blow your tire out. The state of New Jersey is not reimbursing you. You don't think so, huh? No. <laughs> Trust me, I've been there too many times to know. And then the other thing with last night was some of these shots that were going 490 feet, 480 or whatever it was. I think 488 from Guerrero was the, was, the, one. was the longest one. How yes. far could you hit a baseball? Um, and I say that because obviously a lot of the Justin Verlander quotes we'll talk about right. coming up later. Yes. But we were at, my older son played a game at Rutgers last week, and it was awesome and a great experience. And you're looking at, you know, 410 in center field. Yeah. And we've been at Yankee Stadium for softball games. 408, And you're right? out there in center field, and you're looking like it looks like a country mile. Mm-hmm. It's so far. And these guys with a toothpick are putting the ball 450 feet out. Well, if you had a, and by the way, the guy who pitched to Alonzo last night was terrible, but that's besides the right. point. He was awful. He, he won. He was terrible. It's okay. He's lucky he got that through the first round. He, the first round was rough, and then he then they they I found some rhythm, it. huh? What? No, I said uh, I didn't watch it live. Oh, I watched a lot um, of the highlights. Let's say I got you a bullpen pitcher, right? Batting practice pitcher. How far could you hit a ball? Uh, I hit a couple home runs in high school. I would say. Could you go four ten? No, no. I was going to say somewhere between three fifty and three seventy five. Eddie, how far could you hit a baseball? I have no idea. <laughs> Take a guess. I don't know. I, oh, great. Bob, this, what about you? I never really thought about it, but oh, if right. CeeLo's saying, well, if he's saying, I, I don't think I could hit it as far as CeeLo because I never really played baseball. I wasn't like, a power hitter, though. But I'd, I don't know, maybe 340. To give, so I've, I've played golf recently. Yeah. If I really square up a drive, hips and everything, good contact with a little roll, 275 is the best I've done. Okay. It's usually more like I don't know how that correlates to baseball. But. Well, I'm just giving you, I mean, if you, you know, if a big power hitter in golf, obviously, is bombing at 350 yards. Ooh, speaking of golf, did you see Tiger Woods? Yes, I did. I, I was a little disturbed. I'm not going to lie. And He's, I love Tiger. It is. And I know you tipped me off to the story, and I found the video. Yeah. And his eyes bug out like a weirdo. Yes, and that and the video is spliced so much. Like, it cut, you know, you can tell they cut it. They edited it. Maybe because yeah. he was tripping over his words or they didn't like certain things that he said. It was very bizarre. Well, what was the whole point of it? Because he's getting ready for the British Open? Right, he's getting... So, for those that don't know, he's getting ready for the British Open. He hasn't played in weeks, at least not competitively. So, he's waking up at 1 a.m. to start, I guess, to get adjusted to what will be... For a 6 o'clock Northern tea Ireland time. time. They're playing at Royal Port Rush in Northern Ireland. So, he said, it's 1 a.m. on the East Coast, which means it's 6 a.m. at Nor- Royal Port Rush, where I'll be playing the Open... It was like very... And when is this? A couple weeks? Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, maybe two weeks. Right. Mid-July. Yeah, so I'm not but, a big fan of the British Open. Oh, I love the British. Yeah. What don't you like about it? Everything. I think it'd be perfect for you being stuck here on a weekday morning and. Oh no, 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 no! I don't mind watching it's on. it, I, but it's it's <laughs> the like, show starts and it's on. And I know it's the way golf was intended to be played. You and don't where like the link style. And all I don't. That? Okay. I really don't. Right, I don't like the. I don't like the goofiness of the wind blowing in nine thousand different directions, right. and you know some guys can. And I know it can happen here too. I, yeah. I understand Balls you can have rain out. in the morning and a dry after. The pot I get bunkers. It. But yeah, I mean, like if you hit a good shot, and that's also partly why I've never been a huge fan 
of the U.S. Open, kind of what you just said. Yeah. I don't like that you don't get rewarded for a good shot. All right. That's the fair. notion that there's a you know six foot circumference on this massive green, and if you don't hit it, the ball's going to yeah. roll down fifty feet to me is stupid. It's well, like they I don't are know. the best players in the world, so I think it I got understand. to a point where they had to challenge them, and these scores were just going to be absurd. You know what I like yeah, about I like the, British the shot Open? making, though. I, I'm with you. I love to see good shot making. What's cool about the British Open? A lot of the courses they play, where it's one huge green and yes. there's two holes and two I'm pins. Saying, see, that's yes. cool. I like that. That's okay. Confusing though. Neutral. Anyway, Tiger. I don't know. Maybe because he was up in the middle of the night, but it was almost like he woke up and someone like shot him up with something, and he was all like, "Yeah, the eyes it are was a little, really weird to look." Kind at, of the though. opposite of what Alonzo's cousin's eyes looked like in the press conference. If you caught that last, I night. did not. He looked dead. Uh it's another word. I. Another one word. Stone? What? Yeah, that's the one. Well, say it. Yeah, stone high. I'm not saying he, he had was. The Vargas look? He, look he, he did. He did have the Vargas look. By Minus way, the creepy Vargas, hair and the big nose. But people yeah. really pick out the, like you say, use the word creepy. Some yeah. of the creepiest looks that he has on the dugout. Oh, yeah. In the dugout. I He's mean, the kind he of guy, if you man. ran into him in a dark, you know, dark alleyway, you'd, you'd be a little concerned. That or you'd ask him for a joint. Yes, because maybe that would that, be the way he to does have that look make friends with him about him, yeah. where he's just out there, and then he goes out and he actually pitches well. But I mean, we kind of learned based on what happened with the Newsday reporter, he is a little out there. Uh, clearly, yeah. But we've, you know, it's funny how that died. Not that we need to discuss <laughs> it, but we've never gotten to the bottom of that. There's I mean, the, were we ever going to? Yes. Yeah, I thought. I thought at some point something would have come out. Well, I do. Vargas kind of, you know. Teased you a little bit with the well, all Correct. the facts haven't come That's out, but yeah, we've moved on. Something would happen. Tim Healy certainly hasn't provided any any further no, detail. No, he only on what did happened. the interview with his own paper, right? And that was pretty much it. Yeah. So I think Brody's supposed to speak Friday, right? Oh, so maybe oh nice. He's been getting get killed for that. I understand, but I mean, he spoke right after that whole thing went down. It's not like he's been disappeared yeah. for a month or something. I like suppose, that, you but know? I guess when the reporters have questions and the team is yeah. in such a uh, funk like they I are, I guess from baseball is different. You know, Cashman's out there when I guess when it's needed. You know, in the NFL, these GMs vanish for half a season. You don't you that don't hear true. from them until week well, eight or right, week nine. The, the mid season report, yeah, is what you get. Yeah. So and um. Yeah, we'll do some football actually coming up later this morning. So, all right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, i got a couple more things for Lepresti and then Kim at 6 on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, warm-up show back. Kim and Jerry coming up in just a couple of minutes. Pete Alonzo wins the home run derby last night in Cleveland, outlasting Vlad Guerrero Jr. you got the All-Star game tonight. Supposed to be an 80 to stern first pitch. A very angry Justin Verlander will be opposed by Hyunjin Ryu of the Dodgers, Jerry. Yeah, and we'll get to some of those quotes coming up in just a couple of minutes. Uh, a couple of other quick things for you. Number one, the Stanley Cup. So you win the Stanley Cup like the St. Louis Blues, and you know where I'm going here? Yeah. You saw the story? I did. Okay. You're talking about Tyler Bozak's wife? Yes. Yes. I got to be honest. One of the most creative things awesome. that I've seen, she salted the rim of the Stanley Cup and made the Stanley Cup a margarita pitcher. It's awesome. How cool is that? I love Stanley Now, Yaramir like Yager, didn't he sleep with the cup? I'm sure a lot of guys have slept with the cup. Is, is that true? Ovechkin went nuts last summer. He took it well, to Russia and, and all kinds of crazy he, So how long did you get with the cup? A week? Like, how does that work? Like that. A couple days around? a week, yeah. That's got to be one disgusting piece of steel, huh? <laughs> they have, no, no, I'm sure after each time that it spends with a certain player, they they wash it. They have a whole staff that's like, in, there's a guy, literally with his job title is called Keeper of yeah, the no, Cup. No, he's come in, I know. Yeah, okay, all right, so you know then. Yeah, that's I his job. Yes, but think of what this thing's been through. Yeah, well, like, I'm, listen, there's been a couple different versions, I'm pretty sure, through the, I mean, there's not a million versions, but I think... 
if I'm not mistaken, I think there's been a couple different versions because they needed to add more space to maybe I'm well, wrong for about the that. names and right real quick. You I do time. have time. So you know that you guys had Richter in here a couple yeah. weeks ago. I went to that event with my dad and my brother-in-law and my. What's the event we're talking about? At uh, I play in Freehold. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, right. So Stefan Matteau was like a special guest, and he talked about his time with the cup. He brought it to some bar in Canada, and they broke it. <laughs> and he had to bring it to like some you know hardware guy local to have him put it back together because so that you know they didn't bring the cup back broken. I don't know. I forget exactly what happened, but he was telling this story. He was very funny. Of all the guys. Uh, Messier, Richter, Leach, Graves, Matteau was hilarious. He stole the show. He was great. Did he really? It was an awesome event. Yeah. That's, and he was up there and he's like doing stand up right? comedy. Yeah, it was a couple hundred people. I mean, Matteau! 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 A lot of that, obviously. <laughs> Howie enough. wasn't there, but you know. At this point, it's enough, isn't yeah. it? But they sold, you know, they had VIP. You know, there were different tiers. You, you know, the more money you spend, you can get a meet and greet, you can get a signed autograph. But there was a QA session with the four of them, and Matteau was there before, sort of the warm up act. He was the best. I did, that, great. I did that once with Dinah Zubras okay. of the Devils for my son. Not as much history. He like there. didn't speak any English. It was brutal. Yeah, Hi. Matos, you know, he's French Canadian. He speaks English. He's got Listen this hour and every hour right through midnight <laughs> for your chance to win tickets to see the Yanks and Toronto Blue Jays.